Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Project Freelance. This week, we've got another concert photographer on the podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes about concert photography. I hope you're learning a lot about it. And if you're not, if you if you are not aware, we've done like five episodes about concert photography, okay? Live music photography is something that I've been doing myself since about 2013, about 2012, 2013. And it's something that has seriously changed my life. It is one of the coolest things that I've gotten to do is just shoot live music. It's so much fun. I'm shooting a show this weekend. I'm super excited about it. It's a band I've never shot before and they're pretty massive right now. So I'm really excited to actually be able to do that. And I get a lot of access through Facebook groups and I'm not trying to like advertise for Facebook or anything, but there are a lot of really great groups on Facebook that I'm a part of. I get a lot of jobs off of Facebook as well. Videography jobs, editing jobs, drone gigs, all kinds of stuff from Facebook groups. So if you aren't in Facebook groups for photography or videography or whatever it is you do as a freelancer, you should definitely start joining some groups today it's you're already on Facebook you might as well be on Facebook for work stuff so I spend most of my time looking for job postings on Facebook or I am posting social content to Facebook I try not to browse and read and watch videos and waste time on Facebook I try to use it to my advantage to get jobs because people know that everyone's on Facebook so they post their job listings on Facebook as well so yeah if you didn't know that there's a little tip for you but I am a part of a Facebook group that is called Girls Behind the Rock Show, and I posted a notice on there asking if any of these girls wanted to be on my podcast to talk about what they do as photographers or as freelancers, you know? And so I had three people reach out to me and say they wanted to be on the podcast. So the past three episodes have actually been people from one of my Facebook groups. And so a huge shout out to all of them for being on the podcast and joining me on here. But before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know that there are a couple things down in the description for you if you need help with things like adulting, tracking your mileage, keeping a budget, or if you need editing software, maybe. Maybe you need some editing software, or if you need some gear, camera gear, photography gear, backpacks, GoPros, all kinds of stuff. There's a bunch of links down in the description that will help you out. And uh, yeah, if you guys use those links, it helps me out as well. It helps the podcast out. So I truly appreciate you guys looking into that stuff and reading through the description every week. It gives you information about the guests. It gives you information about the podcast, what I have going on right now. And it gives you a bunch of links to things that I think will help you guys out. So thank you for checking those links out. I appreciate it. So let's get into this podcast with Alexandra. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Please introduce yourself and what it is you do to the audience. My name is Alexandra Geschel. I'm a freelance content photographer and just photographer in general. I shoot anything from concerts to movie sets to senior pictures. <laughs> it's it's a pain. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you get started in photography? So when I was 16, I used to work with Live Nation as an intern. Um, I did promotions only. So I would go to venues. I would hang up posters. I would um, go to like amphitheaters and like sit at a booth and like not poster, but like hang up flyers with that. And I just talk to people, get them more involved with music um, until one day in like November of like 2015, I believe, um, Red Jumps apparatus came down to Detroit and I'm like oh my god like mom I have to go see them 
And I was like, you know what I'm going to try to do? I'm going to try to do content photography. So I asked to borrow her camera and I asked my boss, um, what was her name? Amanda at the time. And I'm like, hey, could I shoot their show? And she's like, if you can get them to say okay, then yes, you can. So <laughs> I Facebook stalked the band <laughs> and I found their, all their Facebooks. I sent for a request and the drummer, John, got back to me for, uh, the, for the fastest. And he's like, yeah, of course you can come down. Like, come shoot us. we totally fun. Um, let's just say those photos sucked. <laughs> they were really bad. <laughs> I've never shown them to anyone but my mom because <laughs> that's how bad they were. Um, but it worked out really well. I met the bands with that. They were all just the sweetest guys ever. They were awesome. I'm still friends with them to this day. And I thankfully, I reshot them. I made up. I made amends. <laughs> I gave him better photos since then. Um, but after that, I just kind of kept going with it. And like, I only really know what I want to do growing up. I want to be a fashion designer. I want to do something, just something artsy. So when it came to my junior year of high school, I joined the DCTC program, which is like a program. It's like a trade school thing. We also get your associates in some classes. And uh, I got my associate in cinematography. Well, we also learned about photography as well. My um, teacher taught us, Mr. Morrow. And, uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I also learned that I don't like cinematography. Don't want to be a film student ever <laughs> in the times to come. But it was really cool. I learned a lot more about photography, which is nice. And I got a camera. I got my own camera finally. I got a T5i. It was pretty awesome for its time. I was really proud of it. It was my baby for the longest time. Um, but I just started taking more pictures of bands and like other things. And like I had a thing with nature. I like nature. I'm just not the best nature photographer, but I like to think that I am. <laughs> And uh, my senior year, I won three film awards my ex-boyfriend. We won two for a music video. We won second place and a merit award. And then we won an honorable mention uh, for a piece in driving. And that same year, I also won a first place photography competition for nature. I took, I took a photo of a duck, and I needed just the tip. And I when I first named it, I thought it was clever because his, like, his foot was on the tip of the water. I'm like, this is such a cool name awesome and uh two days later my boyfriend's like hey what'd you name like why didn't you just the tips like why would you do that i'm like oh my god i'm like parents are gonna see this and think i'm like some like sexual craze maniac when i just thought i was clever <laughs> so whenever you're in michigan you look up just the tip my photo comes up sometimes <laughs> it's great <laughs> wow that's amazing so um so let's see you did an internship for live nation one of my questions is if you've done an internship so that's cool to know that you have done an internship would you recommend that to other people oh my gosh most definitely with live nation like i just just promotions but the four years i did it for i absolutely loved every minute of it it was such an eye and made me really appreciate the music scene like when it first started we were allowed to like watch soundtrack even like come into the venues early and just like watch bands do soundtrack and hang out with them and it was awesome it was so cool and i loved every minute of my internship like yeah there was days it sucked like every three months i had a new boss that sucked <laughs> that was just awful but like there's a lot more good than there's bad like i because the live nation i got to work warp tour three years in a row and that was just kick ask i never thought i'd be able to work warp tour and i did i was like this is so cool <laughs> what was it like working at warp tour on the live nation i mean i've always gone as, as a photographer so i'm curious to know what it's like as like a staff person so for us we didn't do a lot sadly for the first year i did it it was the 2016 warp tour i think maybe 2015 
it was the one metro station was there it's like metro station i forgot <laughs> i remember metro station was there but um it was cool so it was just it was just promotion stuff but we got to be inside warp tour three hours before gates so i had to like watch and set up warp tour which that was pretty cool it's like wander around a little bit and like see all the bands is like skateboarding around and hanging out and like that was really cool um but like for us we set up like set up our tent we had a dunk tank too for like the first that first year which was really cool but we just the promotions we did um firing around rope tour it was really cool um we also got to go explore the festival itself with your favorite bands and the second year i did it um it was a little different um i had a different boss at the time and she was a little bit more strict on it she's like hey you know we're here to work that's it if you want to go do one thing see like just one set that's fine i'm like there's like 50 bands here kind of want to see all the bands but she's saying too and like i had to leave early anyway to go do um lifeguard certification become a lifeguard so it's kind of a lot of things at once um i did get to meet good charlotte though so that that was pretty cool <laughs> um it was a little more strict and then the third year again it was a little bit more strict but like it was a little bit less strict too so let's do like have more freedom than last year but like was a complete freedom and we still like we get to like get in there early we did actually go see bands where they were catering at too so it was like that was really cool i was like oh cool this is awesome to like see they all hang out at now and um it was cool to make more connections too and a lot of it was just like more like giveaway prizes um posting a little bit flyering and what that was really cool still do like the promotion side of it it also kind of sucked it was like huh i'm kind of sick of this for three years and the fourth year i got asked to do i decided to say no i'm like no i want to actually just enjoy warp tour and not just sit in a tent all day in the pouring rain and fire for sure yeah absolutely i mean i've been to the tour as a photographer as a fan and on the tour as like a touring member so it's like i know i know what you're talking about warp tour is pretty brutal but it's awesome that you got to do it and i mean rest in peace to warp tour um what's it like to see that go have you ever photographed at warp tour no sadly i missed my chance i was not i i have not i don't have a publication yet and i was like still kind of learning like what i could do in photography um i actually just shot my first festival this year and i shot the first ever disrupt fest in detroit which was badass <laughs> it was actually really awesome and i shot riff fest in detroit um which had like shine dead headlining like bad flower uh pop evil seether it was amazing i cried during seether set it's like oh my god seether so you also do movie set photography tell me about that okay so i'm when i did my my uh cinematography class i met this guy named dylan sides and he's like i make movies and he also did makeup and movie props. And my first thought out of all thoughts to have was, I'm confronting this guy so I can be Johnny Depp. This is my ticket to meeting Johnny Depp. So I literally, that first day, I'm like, I'm like, hey, let's be Facebook friends. Like, okay, why? I'm like, well, I can be Johnny Depp because of you. And he's like, he thought it was really funny. And we're really best friends now. Like, we're still friends to this day, which I think is hilarious about what my true intentions were. So... <laughs> My senior, um, senior high school, my tire blew. I'm going to go job shot with someone. So I'm, of course, being a girl, having a panic attack. I'm crying, calling my mom. Like, mom, my tire just blew. I'm going to meet this other photographer, background photography, to do an uh, interview with her. What should I do? She's like, Alex, do you know any friends who will let you interview them or, like, watch them for a day last minute? So, and then back in my mind, I'm like, there is this one guy I met. So I contacted Dylan. I'm like, hey, so, uh. This was really last minute, but can I, can I follow you around for a day and see what you do for a job? He's like, yeah, of course. It was 
was, it was a brutal day. I learned that day for sure. I don't want to work on movies, but I still do for some reason. So I followed him around. It was really cool too. Cause I had a new found respect for movies. This man does a lot in a day. Like we were making movie props. We were making makeup. We had to grab lunch. We had to go to like three different locations. One location was flooded. So we had to find a new location. It was a lot. We didn't get done until like two in the morning. I was exhausted. I wanted to die. <laughs> so after that, last year, he had this crazy idea. Well, he's had this idea for a while. Um, fun fact about him, he worked, he actually did all the mask in Son of the Mask. He loves the mask movies, so he got to work on Son of the Mask. Um, he hates it, actually. He will not talk about it, really. But he worked on it. It was really cool. So he's obsessed with the franchise that he decided to take the comic book version and make it become an actual movie. You can actually look on YouTube. It's called Revenge of the Mask. So I briefly helped on that as just like makeup with him. As like I helped make some of the masks for him and I helped do like some of the prospects for him, but not a lot of the time to really. So this year, the first one was such a big success that we had to make the second one, which is Revenge of the Mask 2, who's Dad Ricky. And we got Dean Kane in it, who played Superman in the 90s. He 80s. But I know he played Superman at some point. And Nathan Jones, an Australian actor, which, by the way, are both fantastic, sweet people. They're great. Um, and I asked Dylan McKay, can I do set photography? I just want to do behind the photography. He's like, yeah, go for it. It was rough. <laughs> um, there was just some days on set where you just want to kill everyone. Like, don't talk to me. Screw off. I hate you. And, like, that part sucked because <laughs> you just don't want to talk to anyone. But there's these two, like, where I'd hang out, like, um, one of the actors' name was Tim. Um, and he just always would put a smile on my face, especially when he was in his Ricky costume. It was this really tacky gold outfit. And it was so ugly. But he would just find a way to, like, make me laugh while he was wearing it. And it was great. Um, I also did all the promo pictures, like, promo posters for Revenge as well. So all the photos of them, like, with the mask holding or, like, all on, say, Revenge of the Mask with the picture of the character, I did all those as well. And I think the best part about it is I showed Dean Kane a few of his before he left. And he's like, you are a phenomenal photographer. It's like, you're one of the best ones I've ever had. And I was like, Dean Kane just told me I was a great photographer. I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is awesome. And uh, it was definitely a different experience, for sure. Because, like, you're not with music anymore. Like, you're with actors. And they're totally different musicians. Because, like, you have actors who are some of the sweetest people ever, which, thankfully, everyone on Revenge was awesome. <laughs> then you have actors who I hear horror stories about. They're just dicks. And just like, don't talk to me. You ate before I did. How dare you? Like, no one was like that, thankfully. But like, you get those sometimes. And it was really cool, too. I will say, the sound man and I, <laughs> I think he hated me a little bit because my camera was so loud at the shutter speed. And I, like, his um can pick up everything. <laughs> and I felt like he was like, why is this girl's camera so loud? I'm like, I would try to like put a hundred feet between us so he would not hear my camera as much because I felt like it. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So on talk about being on a movie set, like what what it's like to interact with other people on a movie set, how how it like breaks down um, as far as like job wise goes, because you've done a little bit of everything, it sounds like. So with movie sets, it really is all about who you know, like Again, I met Dylan from a class and came from Giant Up. That's literally kind of, I just want to be friends with Giant Up. So, with Revenge, I saw as more. So, my title on the set was assistant to the producer, 
and his um, his fiance, who I adore, and she was also the costume designer and set designer. So it's kind of like her sister too. She needed me, but I was mostly the producer's assistant. So I kind of like just followed him around and boss people around if he needed me too. Um, or I would go hunt someone out like, hey, what's your face? We need you over there. So that part, it was his days where it was like awesome days of just like, I hate this. Um, but then I was also um, titled as his set photographer. So I did all the behind scenes photos for him. Um, and I took a lot. I had to take a lot because I wanted to make sure I got pictures of all the actors doing whatever they had to do. I just had pictures of like, you know, um, like for example, one um, the actor Bobby. I just got pictures of him driving the General Lee. I just got pictures of his stunt double driving the General Lee as well. Um, so that was a pain. Um, but there's also like people on set, like my friend Jules, he was on set. I met him on set. He's what you call a PA. So he kind of met Dylan on a different set for a movie. I forgot how because i wasn't on that one but i know he met dylan on a different set and dylan's like hey you know you want to come more to movies come join our set so he did as, as a pa you're kind of like the bitch boy so you kind of do all the running around like you just you're everyone's bitch but because of it you get the excuse to learn things too like he gets to learn how to do like more makeup stuff learn how to do more of the films he learned a lot and like he says yeah there's days it sucked but you know i'm happy about how much i did learn he's like i learned so much and like now he's in college to make movies and he's so happy and you make so many great friends and like because of dylan revenge i met this guy named rudolph and I love Rudolph. He's, like, an awesome dude. He's, like, this cool Canadian. I just love his name. Because <laughs> I'm, like, everyone's, like, oh, yeah, friend Rudolph. I'm, like, you have a friend named Rudolph? Like, that's really cool. And because of that, I met Rudolph, who then asked me if I would come join his film to be an actor. He's, like, I want you to act in my film. I'm, like, dude, I got you. I don't have any acting experience, but I got you. <laughs> I have not seen it yet. I assume it's good. <laughs> I really hope. I don't make an ass of myself in it. So that was one um i also got asked to be the nurse in revenge so i was like i got like my like five second screen time on film like this is awesome <laughs> i feel like a, a movie star and like i will say it was tough there's days like you just don't want to be like i said but like a lot of it really was just making connections like people ask me to this day like dude how did you get on the set of revenge i'm like dude i met this guy like four years ago in a class and became friends with him like that's really all it is and it's always good to have a positive attitude about it and like have like as long as you like radiate positivity and have a positive attitude more people like want to be around you like have you on set with them because like, no one wants a bunch of grumps on sex and it makes it boring it makes it like not fun but if you're, like a bunch of positive people it makes it fun like worth being there absolutely yeah and so what do you do more of do you do more of concert photography are you on set mostly like what are you doing what are you spending most of your time doing I mostly do concert photography. I like to stick with concerts because concerts are just three, three songs. You're out of the pit. You're done. That sounds pretty easy. <laughs> you know exactly what's the comments on stage most days. Um, with concert photography, has opened a ton of doors. Um, in about March-ish or February, I shot the Hells of Poppin' Freak Show with Mushroom Head. And I only wanted to shoot Mushroom Head to see Hells of Poppin'. I love the Freak Show. They're a bunch of great people. I have to do the set. I met this guy named Andrew Staten, and he is like we're Facebook friends now. He's one of the sweetest men ever. And um, because of Andrew and the photos I got of him, he got me onto the Travel Channel this summer. Uh, for Ripley's Believe It or Not, Whoa. it was it was amazing. I was like, oh my god, like I'm on TV with Andrew right now. My photography of him is on TV. Like holy shit, it was really awesome. And I remember I posted it on Facebook, 
and he commented like it was so nice to share the spotlight with you i'm like you were just i was just like about to cry that this is amazing um another amazing thing that happened um was in march uh i shot skillet with fight the fury and i became friends with fight the fury's drummer jared who i again i adore this man and uh after i shot skillet he messages me about like i think about a week or two later he's like hey could i use two of your skillet photos to make this banner i said dude go for it i do not mind i think this is awesome i want to see what he does like he's also a great graphic designer so i knew it'd be amazing um i think about like a month or two later he sends you this banner and it's a picture of Corey Cooper and Seth Morrison. And like, I knew the Corey photo was mine. I thought the Seth photo was someone else's. So I just, I never took credit for it. And I'm like, dude, that looks amazing. I love it. And then uh, I think it was like louder than, no way. I was thinking like rock fest. One of the festivals that Skillet did, the first one they did this summer, the banner was revealed to everyone. And I remember like, Oh my God, I can finally come out about it. So then I posted a photo of it. It was a picture, it was a picture of like John, um, John standing in front of it. And I have a video of Corey and Seth signing it as well. And I posted, you know, I gave Jared credit with that. And it was really awesome because Seth's mom commented on it. I'm like, I guess Seth Morrison's mom to comment my bear. Like, that's pretty freaking awesome. And it was just really awesome to see my photos right there. So, of course, I posted it when I said, the photo's mine is Corey, Seth's on who's it is. Uh, when I find out who it is, I'll tag the photographer. And then Jared notices a week later, he's like, hey, so Seth's photo, that's yours too. I'm like, I took that. I'm like, I took an amazing photo. I'm like, wow. Because <laughs> I thought that photo wasn't mine. I was like, no, no, that's yours. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> and so that was really awesome to see. And I just shot Skill again recently. And um, I met John Cooper's daughter, Alexandria. Sweetest girl ever. But she got my banner signed by her mom and by staff for me. So I have a, like, a miniature version of it in my room. It's on sign and it's like um, hanging up my wall next to my photo pass. I'm like, it's so cool to look at. I'm like, I took those. Like, that's such an eye opener. <laughs> um, it's, I love it though. And like, you know, I've met so many great people in the photo pitch too. Like, there's been days where I do meet assholes. Um, and, you know, I try not to let it bother me. You know, my mom always told me, you know, if they're being a dick to you, just be super nice to them. Cause then people don't see them being a dick. We can just be nice. Like, I was at, um, I was shooting Rip Fest this summer, and this one man was just being a complete asshole to me for no reason. So instead of, like, sinking to his level, I just became really nice to him. And, like, he asked me, like, hey, can you watch my camera for me so I can go watch um, watch Seether's set? I'm like, yeah, of course. And I just did it because I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be nice. You know, he can't say anything to me if I'm, if I'm nice. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and I'm sorry you have to deal with assholes. We all have to deal with them. He was probably just having a really bad day, you know? So, like, it's good to be a nice person at the end of the day. Um, who are some of your influences as far as concert photography goes? Rob Haberman, for sure. I remember the first time I met him at a show. He just is so just sweet and just genuine. And the photos he takes are um, phenomenal. Like, I don't know what he does, but he just he's just so amazing. Um, Caitlin Johnson, again, she does phenomenal photos. I love looking at her stuff too, because she used to do something like Taylor Swift and do a phenomenal job with it. But then she also like goes to these local shows, like these like smaller venues, which smaller venues don't have the best lighting, but she still like, just takes her care and does an amazing job with it. And so both of them are both Chicago photographers. I love their work. Um, there's another guy I talk to a lot. His name is like Zach. I think his last name is Birdsong with that. I don't want to say it wrong, but I may have, but I think he... I forgot where he's from, but I talked to him on Facebook a lot. He, again, is, like, the sweetest guy ever. He's super helpful. And, again, his work is just phenomenal. I always tell him, I'm like, dude, your photo was so awesome. Like, thank you so much. Like, he, I love him. He's, I, 
he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Well, I haven't met him yet, but Facebook wise, he's really cool, really nice. Uh, my boss, Cheyenne Simmons, um, she again, is a fun, like someone to look at. I love looking at her stuff. I remember I first met her as when I joined her magazine like two years ago, and it was like my first one ever. It was called Vibe Up. And uh, sadly, Vibe Up is no more. Me, uh, me her, and a few other girls uh, moved to Blackstone Press, where I started as the photographer and uh, moved up to becoming a co-editor for her. And I, got, I always love seeing her work. I and mean, she shot some major legends. Like, she shot Slayer. She shot Taking Back Sunday, which is like one of my favorite bands ever. So I was like, that was like, oh my god, she shot Taking Back Sunday. That's pretty freaking badass. She's also like gone tour with some bands. Like that's really cool to like look at. Like I want to be like her one day. <laughs> what are some of your goals? Where do you want to go with your uh, concert photography? With your future of photography? To be honest, I'm not really sure what yet. Like every day, I have a new goal in life. Like one day, I'm like I want to be a concert venue owner. The next day, I'm like I want to be a sex therapist. The next day, I'm like let's be a concert photographer full time. You know what? <laughs> I don't really think I'm just kind of riding the waves right now and like seeing where life takes me. I mean, as of right now, if I do continue to make concert photography become a full-time job, I just want to see this, you know, getting bigger shows. Like I want to shoot like the legends of rock. Like the one person I will sell my soul to shoot is Elton John. I love that man. <laughs> I will one day see his show before he stops touring. I want to shoot him, you know? And like, I grew up listening to like you know rock music with my dad and my grandpa and my mom and like I've always wanted to like shoot the legends and like that's probably my one goal in life is to shoot Guns N' Roses, Elton John, like Molly Crew if they ever make a comeback. Fingers crossed that they do because I love Molly Crew. I just want to sing Doctor Feelgood in the the photo pit. That's my my one goal in life. Um, I also like want to shoot like the women of rock. You know like Nita Straws, um, Alice Cooper's guitars. I want to shoot her so badly because she is not a beautiful but she is a phenomenal guitarist and she's just a badass all around and what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started i wish i knew that smaller light venues have really shitty lighting and bigger venues have better lighting but a really good thing that i've learned that i wish i knew when i was younger is that you know, it's okay to make friends in the photo pit. When I first started, I was, like, really quiet and, like, super awkward. And, like, I have rusty bitch face, like, hardcore in the photo pit sometimes. So, like, I feel like a bitch. But, like, when people, like, talk to me, like, I'm, like, super sweet and, like, nice at that. And I wish when I first started, I became friends with more people faster. I wish I was, like, more, like, friendly and upfront instead of, like, just being really quiet and socially awkward. Because, like, I get really intimidated really fast and I get really scared fast. But, like, since then, I've been able to open up a lot more and be more social with people and more, like, friendly with people and, like, just talk to them more. And, like, I noticed it, too. Like, when I go to certain shows, like, I met this guy at a show, and he, was, he reminded me a lot of me. He was off to the side, just very quiet. I didn't want to talk to him. I talk to any of the photographers. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk to him. And we're good friends now. And, like, he's super cool with that. He's super sweet. I remember, I remember seeing him. Like, dude, he reminds me a lot of me. Like, he's super quiet. He's kind of, like, he's kind of, like, stand off to the side. I don't really want to talk to anyone else. And, like, you know, since then, I've always never seen, like, a photographer by themselves. I always try to go talk to them and make sure, like, you know, they're not, they're okay. They're not alone. Maybe, like, they're new to the scene. They're really awkward. And, like, since then, it's proven to me to be, like, really awesome because they, they really like that. And they really like having someone to talk to and, like, feel less alone, less awkward. Because sometimes people get into, like, those clicks. And, like, I hate seeing someone to feel like they're not a part of something. You know, I hate seeing, like, having that one person to be like, oh, I'm not part of the group. Because it makes you feel bad. I'm sure everyone feels, like, included and a part of something. Hell yeah. Well, 
That's awesome that you go out of your way to make sure that everyone's feeling included. I think that that's super important, especially in the photo pit. Uh, where can people find you on social media or where can they find you to hire you potentially? So, <laughs> um, my website is alexthroughthelookingglass.com. Um, that's my website. Uh, sometimes it might take you to a book because apparently there's a book as well, like a blog. I'm very sorry in advance if that is a thing. <laughs> Hopefully it's just fake and just on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook is also Alex the Looking Glass. As of right now, it's a picture of my dog and I. I have a pug. I love my pug. She is my world. She's my little model. She's my everything. <laughs> um, on Instagram, since Alex, Alex the Looking Glass is too long, I had to abbreviate it. So I made it at through underscore the underscore looking underscore glass 17 2017 so i was like oh that's really clever um and then twitter i have twitter i don't use twitter twitter and twitter doesn't exist <laughs> you can also like find my stuff on blackstorm press website um which is blackstormpress.com i'm also a photographer for official indie so it's like official indie.com which i it's like my boss and my friend ken who's my boss and he's awesome love him i met him at a concert actually um then I also work for Sonic Live Media. I just started with them. I just shot some 41 for them, which was awesome, by the way. It was such a kick-ass concert. And I, th oh, and then you can find some of my stuff at the Facebook for Revenge of the Mask, which you'll see some of my promo photos from like the, um, some of my promo photos and the behind-the-scenes photos as well. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, yeah, not a problem. I love this. This is so awesome. So do you want to be on the podcast? If you make over $1,000 as a freelancer a month, I want to hear from you. I want to have you on this podcast to talk about what it is you do, how you got started, what your journey's been like. And I would love to hear some tips that can help these people out. So yeah, if you're a listener to the podcast and you also freelance, which I assume you do, and you make over $1,000 a month freelancing, I would love to hear from you. Hit me at contact at just the letter K.com. And if you guys want to read my blog posts about all the cool things that I get to do, all the cool places I get to travel, and all the abandoned places I get to explore, head to justletterk.com slash blog, and you can read my blog. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Project Freelance. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and give it a five-star rating and leave it some feedback. Every time you guys leave feedback, I get notified. And when I get notified that you left some feedback, I'm gonna send you a signed print. So if you guys do leave some feedback, Go to my Instagram, send me a DM or comment on one of my posts, and I will send you a signed print of mine, one of my photos that I've taken from around the world, from NASA, from an abandoned place. Whatever you want, I'll send you a freaking awesome photo that is signed so you can hang it up on your wall, in your locker, at your work, in your school, wherever you want to hang it up. I would love to uh, share my art with you guys, so if you give me some feedback, I'll give you some art. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. This has been another episode of Project Freelance. I will talk to you guys next week on the podcast. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, and go create something.